0: Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, this is Coach Stacy. I'm here with Coach Allie, and this week we are talking about Q words. So we have a process that we love to follow um, in order to discover and get down to Q words that are really powerful that really help, but before we get into that, which we are going to teach you, uh, Ali, do you just want to talk a little bit about Q words and why they're helpful, why they're beneficial to use in gymnastics?
1: Yeah, um, well, one, I think that it helps direct focus, and in a way, of gymnasts who, especially when they're younger, they're just kind of like, I don't know what I think about, it. I just go, <laughs> you're like. Okay. <laughs> well, how are you ever going to consistently do that again? I was
0: coaching a good girl yesterday and she just got so mad at me. She's like, I don't know what I
1: was thinking. I just throw it. <laughs> I literally had someone tell me that in the gym the other day. I'm like, okay. So like, what do you think about, uh, before you go? I don't, I just go <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, we're not going right now. So maybe we need to talk about this a little bit more. <laughs> And, uh, and so, yeah, so it can one, just like really direct focus into something, uh, and two, it can help them get out of the big picture of this skill and focus on something that they believe they can do and are capable of doing, which yeah. drives a new energy. So like when you think, okay, when your athlete is thinking, okay, I can do an aerial on the high beam, they're like, no, I can't. That is crazy. But then when they can break it down to a cent, of like, okay, they do their best aerials when they drive their back leg. And then all of a sudden we get to a point of like, okay, I'm actually, I'm totally capable of squeezing my butt hard enough to drive my back leg to do an aerial. So when they stand on that beam and they're not, they're like thinking like, oh my gosh, I have to do an aerial that can drive like this fear. But when they're thinking like, I, I know I can squeeze this butt, butt muscle, their body's like, yeah, I can do that and it's kind of like on board. So it kind of breaks it down into this word or this action, an actual thing that they can do that they believe they can do. And so then you're not having to like push through fear anymore. You've completely created a new emotion. That's going to actually drive the athlete to do that. And They'll be doing something that they believe helps them which means most likely it's actually gonna help them yeah. and yeah. so that's really the main two things is it really focuses their brain in on something that they can do consistently and it it, it allows them to use a new um emotion to fuel their actions
0: yeah I also think sometimes they're kind of like shortcuts they're kind of like you know like I think about an actor going like line, you know, it's kind of like when they, when they get just the beginning of the thought or just the, the little shortcut to the thought that really helps them. And then that thought leads to a whole coaching session or a whole concept that they know they just need to be reminded of, and they need to shift their brain to, it's kind of like that little shortcut word. So like, you know, sometimes you might be, um, like I've done some work with, you know, some of the athletes, some of my girls where they just really go through kind of all of this stuff to Okay, this is such a side note, but I'm going to go there for a minute. So, <laughs> I always do this exercise with a $50 bill about their value. And so I'm like, how much is this $50 bill worth? And then I like go around and I make it do flips and da 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 and I'm like, okay, how much is this $50 bill worth? And then I dress it up and I'm like, how much is this $50 bill worth? And they're like, every time it's $50, of course. Right. And so I talk about their value being intrinsic and it just is what they're, what they're worth that their performance doesn't change that, how they look doesn't change that, all of that thing. And so then in later coaching sessions, I can just be like $50 bill and they're like, oh yeah. And then it pulls them all back into that long conversation that we had where they had this aha moment about them always being worthy and them always being um, full of value and not their performance, you know, but I don't have to re-go through the whole conversation. I just have to say $50 bill or sometimes I'll just pull it back out of my drawer and I'll show it to them. They're like, oh, yeah. And then they can get right back into it. So sometimes I think a keyword can be really helpful for that too, where it's like it re, it re helps them remember a larger concept, but you don't have to then like go through that conversation every single routine.
1: Yeah. And that's important. Like when you're in the process of helping them make it better, like they have this keyword, but you're also telling them corrections, right? Like that's what we do as coaches. We're like helping them make changes and they can really only think about so many things at one time. And that's like one thing. Like in the middle of doing a double back, maybe they have like, one thing in each skill, but like, that's even a lot. Like think about how fast that goes through for your brain to be able to make that word. And then your body to actually take that action and then be in the next skill. Like it happens so fast. So when they get a bunch of corrections, I'm not saying it's wrong, but like, sometimes it's nice to like, bring them back to center. Like, okay, you still do your best one when you use this keyword. So like, let's focus back on that. Now with that, let's just try this one other thing because all of a sudden you're like, what do you need to do? And they're like, I need to squeeze my butt. I need to get my arms up and I need to do this. And then they list like 20,000 things. And the reality is they're all valid. Like all of those things are going to help, but like we can't think about all those things. So like, what's the one thing that's going to help you actually get there? So it can simplify it and it can focus them you know, back in and bring them back to that one thing that actually helps them when they start getting overwhelmed with so many different things that they think they need to be doing or should be doing. Yeah. It's good.
0: Okay. So let's walk through the process and this is for, you know, if you're a coach, um, you can use this, um, to walk through, we actually have a whole mini course called how to crush how to help your athletes crush their upgrades and it we walk through three different processes that you can use with your gymnasts. Um, and this is the third one that we use. And we like to use this a lot in our own coaching sessions. Um, in the we have a free cheat sheet which I'll link down here that you can go get. Um, but uh we have a whole little mini course on it. And in the mini course we've got some cheat sheets for you and we've got also like little videos that you can give your athletes to walk through this process. Um, and so that then they can kind of come with it. And then we also have some things for you to walk your athlete through. So super helpful stuff. Um, a real, uh, low investment course to just get started with some of this work, but we wanted to bring to you this one. This is, this
1: is how we do keywords, Um, to help them. So, and it's something I like use all the time in the gym. I still am coaching gymnastics and there are some things where I'm like, okay, you need to go take a beat and try this. And this is something that's like really easy for me to walk them through while I'm in the gym. And that's why I like this tool a lot because it it feels like something that I can easy, easily do with them and that they can grasp onto. So once you get really comfortable with the concepts, it's very usable.
0: Yeah. All right, Allie, you
1: want to walk it through? Okay. Well, first thing is typically I started at a point when this gymnast is just getting really frustrated. I actually, the other day, um, had an athlete doing a tour jeté on beam and it's something they've competed and they were just like all over the beam, <laughs> And so the first thing that I have them do is write it down. Sometimes just say it to me. It depends on where we're at is to tell me the five most important things that they think they have to do in order to make it amazing. Like when you do your very best ones ever, like what are five things that you actually do? And so that kind of breaks it down. It's not as much actions. That's usually like what they see. Well, I kick my leg up over the beam. I hold it over the beam. I finish my turn before I swing my split back forward. And they like really get out like in detail. My arms are placed in this position. I'm spotting this position. I land in this position and you just break it down into what is actually important. And five is actually a pretty small number. If you can get them to 10, that can sometimes even be better. But when you're trying to use it quick in the gym, a lot of times I just stick with five. It's an easy number to go with. And, um, it gets their brain turning enough for them to be able to be like, okay, yeah, that's it. So once I get them through that process, I would be like, Stacy, (laughs) now I want you to close your eyes and I want you to, I'm going to count down from three and you're going to tell me which one of those things was most important. So three, two, one, go. And the athlete has to, and they might look at you and be like, but I have to do all of them. (laughs) And that's when you validate that they're all important. But then I say, but you know that deep down, there's one of those that helps you the most. And they're like, yeah, it's when I spot the end of the beam in my split position. Perfect. I love that. Okay. So we have to spot the beam in our split position. Then you really want to break it down into actions. We have that one thing that they want to do. And I'm like, what are three actions that you have to take In order for you to spot the beam. Okay. So if you were in your tour and you were spotting the beam, what actual actions? And what I like about this is sometimes you tell your brain like to do something, but it doesn't actually know how to do it yet. Like when you tell the girl like 800 times to straighten her legs and then she doesn't like do it. And then you tell her to like squeeze her quad or to like lift her kneecap up as high as she can. Then all of a sudden her legs are straight. It's because her saying straighten my leg, the brain didn't quite know what to do to make that happen. So that's why we really break it down into these actions. Okay. Like your brain needs to be very specific on telling your body what to do, because sometimes the broad term, their brain doesn't know how to make it happen. It's not that they're not trying that yeah. they don't know how to make it happen. Stacy, do you yeah. want to add to that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I think that's true for all of us, right? There's just lots of times. And as a side note, I think that's such a great thing to catch yourself on as a coach. You're like, oh my gosh, I've told them a thousand times and they're not doing it. Like that probably, like we tend to then believe that that's because they don't want to do it. They don't care. They're just not trying. But usually I found it's because we just haven't said it in a way that then their brain is able to translate into action. And so figuring out different ways to say that same thing, or, you know, how you'll be like, I've told them that a thousand times. And then this one other coach tells them that and all of a sudden they do it. <laughs> and that happens a lot of times too, even with Allie and I, cause I coach Allie's, I coach some of Allie's girls on mindset and she coaches mm-hmm. them in the gym and she's like, but I've been telling them that, you know? So sometimes it's just like hearing it a slight different way, um, our brain just often like hears something, but it just doesn't really know exactly how to do it, even though it seems like it should be very like straightforward, like straightening your leg. But like, so I don't know. I just liked that little idea of like being able to say some different ways. I will just add to like how you like, let's finish. And then I'll add
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so we get to the actions and sometimes I actually feel kind of silly with these ones, like spotting the beam. I'm like, okay, like what do you have to do to actually spot the beam? And they're like, look at the beam. And I'm like, yeah, great. And they look at me like I'm kind of silly. And I'm like, no, seriously. Like sometimes it's just saying look instead of spot their brain knows how to look and spotting. Sometimes it's like, well, I don't know. So, well, so
0: like when I used to teach spotting for, you know, for turns and stuff, I'd be like, you have to actually turn your chin before the rest of your body goes, you know? Yeah. So if you want to spot, like you're going to have to turn and then your chin is going to have to stay in place while your body keeps moving. Like, and I would like, you just like, sometimes you do literally
1: have to teach them the literal way to do something that seems very simple. Yeah. And, and that was actually another one, like being able to turn. Okay. By using with her shoulder square helped her spot because if she dropped her shoulder, then she'd look down. So then like, it's one of those things where like, that didn't even have to do that much with that moment, but like an action she had to take was squeezing her shoulder blades so that her whole upper torso turned together. And so it's just really interesting. To hear sometimes what they come up with when they're younger, sometimes you have to like help them. They don't know the muscles, like have them point to what they need to do. Sometimes I actually have them do the action. Like they're on bars in in giants. I have to push through the bar. And I'm like, okay, like how do you push through the bar? And they're like, I push on the bar. I'm like, okay, like what muscles do you use? Mm-hmm. And I make them get into a hands and actually push, and then they have to feel it and then tell me, like, okay, I had to think about squeezing my shoulder blades together. I had to think about getting my shoulder as far away from my ear as possible. Like, and it just kind of changes the concept of like that yeah. action. Yeah. And so then we kind of do the same. We get to three of them. I only do three for that because sometimes it can three to five is nice, but three is usually sufficient enough to get them to have already thought outside of the box. And then I do the same three, two, one countdown and they have to pick one. And by then they already know they're like, oh, I just have to do this and sometimes from there i even take the visualization into it and i'm like okay can you visualize yourself doing it using that keyword and like do you do it successfully yeah well then i bet that's going to work on the, on the beam for you and yeah. and the last question i ask is like do you actually think you're capable of that so like for her squeezing your shoulder blades back i'm like do you think you're capable of doing a tortuete and squeezing your shoulder blades yeah Like, they look at me like, of course, I'm capable of that. I'm like, perfect. That's all I just, I just wanted to make sure that you believed you could do that. So on your next turn, you're going to do that. And of course, on the beam, right? And she's like, how come I couldn't think of that before? And sometimes it's just simplifying it. Cause she gets in her head of like, I, I always can do this. This isn't something like, she's not thinking at all about her gymnastics anymore. She's thinking about why she can't do it because she can always do it. And it's usually not a problem and it shouldn't be a problem. And so even that concept, when you know, they know what they need to do brings them back into that. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: And so then you go from there and you figure out one word that actually then conveys whatever. So squeeze or shoulders or squeeze mm-hmm. shoulders or spot, whatever word conveys to her that action. Mm-hmm. And, and so then it becomes shorthand. So then now she's going to use that word every time before she goes to do her tour Um, And then the beauty of that is you can start constructing entire routines that every skill has one key word that that's that one most important thing they need to do you know, or every couple of skills. Um, and you kind of move through a routine with those words, um, and help them learn to move through a routine with those words. I often in a coaching session, sometimes just, I don't even go through the whole process, but you know, they're like, I, I, I coached four girls this week that all said, I don't know. I just, I just didn't do it. (laughs) I don't know why. I genuinely don't know why I didn't do it. I don't feel scared. I don't know why I didn't do it. And so then we'll kind of come back to the, like, if you had to guess why you didn't do it, what do you think it is? (laughs) And then they'll, they'll usually say, then they're like, well, it's probably this. And then I'm like, okay, so then what's one thing that you could do that would help with that? And so sometimes I can short circuit, even that whole longer process, the longer process is the most beneficial, but you know, even then sometimes you don't have, that's still probably a two to three minute process. Sometimes I'll just be like, what's that one thing that you could do? And, and even then sometimes they're able to, to get to it. And I'm often surprised because I think they're going to tell me, uh, I don't know. I also don't allow them to say they don't know. Not in a not in a mean (laughs) way, but I've trained, I've helped them understand that the reason that they say I don't know is because their brain is trying to keep them safe. And if they don't know the answer, then they don't have to do the thing. And they're not doing that consciously. They're not being like lazy. That's just how the brain works. I don't know is a very protective thought because then you don't have to do the thing. If you don't know how to do it, you don't have to do whatever it is that your brain doesn't actually want you to do. And so when you hear so I've just taught them that, that you're saying, I don't know because your brain's just trying to protect you and keep you safe. And it whenever you say you don't know, it stops you from being able to make any progress. So when you hear your brain say, I don't know, you're always just going to say, okay, but if I had to guess, it would be this. And that usually helps the brain get out of that. So let's review the whole process. You're going to take the skill. You're going to ask them to think of five to 10 things that they need to do um, to do that skill well. Then you're going to three, two, one, pick one of those. I don't know which one. If you had to guess which one, pick one. Then, okay, now let's get three to five minute actions that are going to help them do that one thing. Three, two, one, pick one of those. I don't know, just guess, pick one. And then that one thing is going to become the keyword that you use in coaching them and that they use in saying to themselves as they do the skill. Um, And then you can boil that down to just a little word. And if you want, you can actually use this to construct for every single skill on their routine. Um, And then you construct a routine of Q words. And the great part about that is then they can really use that in their visualization outside of the gym to where they're practicing their routine without actually doing more numbers on it. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. That's what we've got for you for Q words go check out the whole little course that we have. It's super helpful. It's very practical, Mm -hmm. super great way to help with upgrades. I know we're kind of ending upgrade season at this point. You're like, ah, kids need to either have it or not have it. We're into (laughs) routine construction, but, um, they're great
1: ways to help with some of these, some of these
0: little minute areas.
1: And I want to throw in, it's amazing for routine construction because whatever, when they get in the routines, you know, they get their panicked of like, now I have to do it as my second pass or, or I can't do it with all the other stuff. And they panic and reminding them of the cue. Q words allows for the separation. You know how we talk about how they always get ahead of themselves. Yeah. They're just thinking ahead. They're just thinking ahead. Well, if they have that one Q word for each skill, it'll allow them to stay in the moment of each skill. So, yeah, I love that. Cool.
0: All right, guys, this is our last week on master your mind. Next month, we are going to be working on how to believe new things. If you've been with us for a while, we teach the thought model and the thought model helps you understand your thought and then the results that you're getting because of that thought. And so then helps you find a new thought that would serve you better. Like you've all heard that so many times, right? Thought swapping and finding a more positive thought, but actually learning how to believe the new thought that's where most people don't, don't know how to do. So we're going to walk you step-by-step all month long through how to believe those new thoughts so that as you head into the competitive season, you'll really be able to use the power of using the thought model and coming up with new thoughts and then working towards believing them. So tune in next month and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at AthletesMindsetAcademy.com. Let's do this.